0: Hello and welcome to the Landmark Theaters Q&A podcast. Today we'll hear a self-moderated conversation about Roma and its Inspired by soundtrack featuring writer-director Alfonso Cuaron and musicians James Lavelle and T-Bone Burnett. This conversation was recorded at the Landmark in Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, what did you think of Roma? Thank you so much for coming to the Landmark to see Roma. And uh, now I'd like to introduce the three guests for the... Uh, Q&A. First, we have James Lavelle, we have T-Bone Burnett, and we have writer-director Alfonso Cuaron.
1: Thank you very much for being here today. I'm very excited to have a conversation with James and T-Bone. Um, the, um, I, I, I don't know how many of you are aware that we uh, we just launched an album that is uh, songs inspired by the film. And um, it was uh, for me an amazing opportunity or an, an excuse, pretty much, to collaborate with people <laughs> I admire. <laughs> you know, it was like one of those of why not. You know, if, if we can, why not? Yeah. And it's a it's a, it's a chance of people that, you know, you get to know or you want to meet. And um, eh, just as a as a, as a little uh, introduction, the idea of the album, and I'm sorry, was even before you existed in in the in the co- in, in the in the in, in the concept who created this album was Borras the dog he <laughs> <laughs> uh, was really a really cool dog and he was always you know like the crew love him and one day I said this dog deserves a cumbia <laughs> and uh, and says and, and then with uh, Lynn Feinstein the music supervisor we said you know what we should commission La cumbia del Borras. and from that th- 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 from then on started just to... It was an avalanche of ideas, and it's when we decided to, it would be so great to do, you know, to to, to put together. I started first with the sounds, as you well know, because pretty much you were the very first person that that I spoke about this idea. You remember. That I we
0: do, I remember very well. I wish I had known about the dog's cumbia, though. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> l- I'm a great cumbia player, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, though.
1: now we have a cumbia El Borras uh, uh, done by a, a, an amazing modern cumbia band in Mexico called <laughs> Gallo Negro. Uh-huh. And inside, I think it's a really cool track. Oh, right but, um, so the process was that, uh, you know, I would in, uh, invite them for a screening for them to, 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 to see the film. And if they felt like, say, start a conversation about, you know, doing a song, com- uh, there was no parameter. I mean, there was the invitation of using the sounds uh, that you took beautifully, uh, and and or just to whatever the the, 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 f- the film spoke uh, to which one of them. So, so how was you, how was your process, James, in that sense?
2: Um, I mean, I think my process was I I. I was very touched. The film really hit me on an emotional level. And I think just the sort of feeling of family and how, you know, we all experience things through family and life, you know? And I think that what the film did was it, it, it really conveyed that idea in such a beautiful, simple, but it was just very powerful. And when I came out of the cinema, there was a couple of moments which really hit me. There was the moment in the hospital and you know, if you've had children, and da da da, and and when I was, when you asked to, for me to do the track, what I, I I wanted to try and, in the best way I could, get the emotion of what I felt the film was trying to say f- to me, out in, in in the in the music, and I I, I felt that it, I wanted something that which really took you on a bit of a, an emotional journey, like the film, and something that felt maybe. That had this sort of feeling of being something maybe classic as well. So the idea of it being orchestral and yeah. sort of these familiar these sort of f- familiar emotions that you can get through music in the same way you can through cinema. But it's, you know that there are certain certain feelings you can get in music, hopefully that really convey a certain sort of emotion. And when I I, I also it, because you know you'd asked and I I really wanted to work with Michael who I think is one of the most powerful, beautiful singers at the moment and, and has this sort of he's a very spiritual um, individual. And so when, when when it came for us to collaborate, what I we, we were talking about his journey and he's um you know he works a lot in, in with 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 church and his his spirituality and and I really wanted him the conversation when we went in the room because we just spent two days together in the studio I, I had a an idea musically and I'd given him this this the basic for the basis of the track but we I thought he might just come in with a song and he didn't you know he came in and he had some melody ideas and it was like great we can really create something together that's about this experience that we've had with this film and There was a moment where he was doing these melodies, and there was this one bit which is kind of the the basis of the melody of the song, and I loved it. and 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 he was like, "Cool, I'm going to go in another room, and we're going to, you know, he had some words, and I'm going to go and sort of put these, you know, try and work out these words." And I, I and I, I sort of I followed him in the room, and I said, "I just shut the door behind because you know you've got engineers and various other people in the room," and I said, "Look, you know." I just think if we can make something that just brings you to your knees, that 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 feeling of pray, you know, praying for love and life, and just that moment in life that things bring you to your knees. If we could do that, I think it would be just a, 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 a beautiful thing. And he was like, I, "Yes, let's 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 sort of work as, as that as the idea of what we're going to do." And that's how the same the song came about. You know, I, I felt. For me, the film brought me to my knees, and that's what I wanted the song to do.
1: You know. Well, that's great. But but I wanted also it to be like, like a prayer. A b- b- it's like a prayer. I wanted it to be like a prayer. I felt the film to me is. was
2: like a little bit like a prayer, and and and, and 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 you know, being Mexico and and the 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 whole the sort of. Visually, what you're seeing the world unfolding. You know that when I go to Mexico, it's like you have that feeling. You know, it's uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Irish, so whether I like it or not, the Catholic thing just comes out. <laughs> you can't get rid of it. You know, it's there. Um, and I, I think I just wanted. That's what I wanted to try and somehow convey in the rec- in the music. And and it didn't. It wasn't limited by the idea of it being a single, or it didn't need to be. Uh, you know uh, 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 it didn't it, it, it w- th- there was you know a feeling of it, it can be whatever it's going to be so whatever comes out of this session and how the track because the track kind of it doesn't it, it kind of the, the main body of the track actually is sort of a breakdown really you know it kind of goes through sections and it was great to be able to sort of in the same way that score does make a track that has a, s- a feeling of score but a feeling hopefully of a connection with the song and it has a beginning and a middle and end but hopefully it would take you in a sort of prayer like that, that's what I tried to do anyway. So. It's so
1: interesting. You said that this, this whole thing of of don't consider any if a single or anything because the 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 an interesting result of the album is that it's a very is I mean we have artists from different ge- generations, you know, young as being 16, uh, you know, um, different countries. And the tone is very consistent it's almost like one single as if everybody agree or more or less of how how was going to be the tone of of the album of the piece and in that sense it feels almost like that it could be like the the sound score the the, the, the sound score of the film no
2: it's interesting because I wanted I when I visualized the song I I, I wanted the song so if you t- if you were gonna suddenly put the music into the film I wanted the music to feel like it could go in to the film, that it felt like it was naturally part of. You know, the film is set in the early 70s, so I wanted the music to have a certain element of that to it. You know, I, and, and, and this kind of orchestral arrangements that I like of that period. Um, but I was hoping that it was something that you could, you know, if you were gonna kinda cut some of the film to the track, it was gonna, it would go hand in hand. And I think it is interesting with the soundtrack because there is continuity. And I think everybody's picked up on certain feelings, which, but it is, you know, a, a testament to you. The film gives you that, and as you know, as a creative, especially when you know you and I, we make music to film. You are reacting to, to, a, to, you know, you have something there to, to look at, to to hear, to take in. And I think what's great is with that soundtrack. It seems like everybody's focused in, w- in on this this sort of powerful feeling of, of, of generally, especially in, lyrically, of love and. You know, and, and 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 sort of intimacy. You know, it's intimate. The record still feel it feels intimate. The record, as the film does. It does. does you it know. does.
1: And, and and also interesting because you say about about the sound, uh, the the score of the film, and and here the score of the film, it was very deliberate, uh, d- deliberate, that the it was going to be the just the environment, the sounds, and. One big character is the Mexico City, and it's the sounds of Mexico City. So. Um, the uh, and pa- what's part of the point of departure for the album you know instead just you know take all of those sounds and to create an album that in many ways would be a reflection of a score so when I I approach you I send you the sounds yeah. and says choose any sound and you choose all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: well uh, yeah the um, yeah I didn't I, I was I was unclear on what I was doing as usual and, um, <laughs> But um, I started examining all these sounds, and the thing I realized qu- fairly quickly was that the, the city has a tempo. There's a tempo to all these sounds, and once I found the tempo, every sound fit, and, and, the, and the street vendors became rappers, you know, because they were grooving. The whole, the whole town is a groove, really, right? And I think all towns are like that. Towns are moody. New York City, you know, you can go sometimes, and it's the worst place in the world. And then a spring day comes, and it's the happiest place in the world, right? So, Mexico has that. that at least when you were recording these sounds, there was a, there was a, there was a place and a vibe and a tempo. So, I just started then you, treating each instrument as a voice and finding ways to put them together and blend them.
1: But I, 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 you mentioned w- w- when we had conversations, you mentioned to me that have similar tonality also all the different sounds
0: well no i, I don't know what i was talking about then. <laughs> <laughs> i never do though so
1: <laughs> yeah because it's, it's so great how you what you brought into the sounds is also a, an element of a beat and rhythm
0: well yeah I, I wanted to feel i i just started walking around the town you know Walking from one place to another, and one sound would ble- bleed into another, and lead you to a place. You know.
1: Yeah, it becomes a conversation of all those sounds. That's right. Uh, you know what? I, with, with your track, I was wondering how would it sound in in Atmos sound or surround. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, l- I'm, we should I'm do happy that to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know because, uh, so um, I know that I don't know th- how we're go- doing with time because. Uh, eh? Okay, I, I don't know if, because if if, if we have limited time, I don't, we can open the conversation to the audience if somebody has any question. If not, we're happy to keep on chatting. Question. Yes? Uh, uh,
0: congratulations for uh, the Oscar nominations for the film, and thank you so much for this master. My friend, and I passed three things from Mexico
1: State because Chicago. And,
0: and, Uh, you have made so many films in in the U.S., and uh, how did you feel when you go back to Mexico to film Roma? Uh, Were you still familiar with everything, or uh, were you feeling like an outsider? Mm -hmm. And for you, what is the biggest difference between the current Mexico
1: City with the past one? Wow, (laughs) (laughs) that's a long one. Anyway, um, she just booked two tickets to Mexico because of the film, <laughs> so I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy for that. Um, uh, yeah, the the going back to Mexico City is is very organic. I'm Mexican. I'm, I think in Chilango, that's Mexico City slang. Uh, so is uh, uh, I, I feel at home in Mexico City. Uh, it, it was great, but it's like. It's like everything. I mean, it was there was a particular connection because I was there, and I, I understand uh, understand the subtleties. But it's not on like, you say, playing or composing something elsewhere. The process is exactly the same, I guess. You don't really change because of where you are. If anything, you we you absorb the specificities of any of, of any place that you are, um, and how it has changed? It has changed a lot. In one hand in appearance, Mexico City w- used to be one city, now it's a different one after two earthquakes and and, and lack of, of, of urban planning. Um, the problem is that the endemic problems, the 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 wounds are more acute now than before. It's not that they have gotten better. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So
0: wh- what about all those, the riots, or wh- what the disturbances? Oh,
1: that's, you know, it's a seasonal situation in Mexico. Will it come again? Oh, the, the, they, they've been coming over and over and over and over, and sometimes even with more cruelty yeah. and represented in many different ways. I mean, now uh, let's see what happens with uh, the new administration, you know, that is uh, supposedly it's going to be a change of of, of of direction, but it's still to be seen. Any, uh, yes?
0: Was it painful, both to you?
1: If If it was painful, cathartic, or or both, to reenact memories, both, (laughs) yes, (laughs) (laughs) very much so. (laughs) Uh, Yes?
0: Um, How does it feel to make such a personal film at this point in your career? It seems like the type of film that would come at the start of the director's uh, filmography.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, How does it feel to do a film that is personal? Late in my career and not early on in my career, <laughs> thank you for the late <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say at the end of your <laughs> career <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh I don't think I would have there before. I admire people who 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 does it but i i i wouldn't have even the emotional tools to to do it and also even the technical tools i was uh, it took me a while to learn cinema, to be able to express uh, honest emotions through the language of film. So it took me a while. Let's see. Let's go in the back yeah, yeah, you, you, you yeah. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, Mr. Carl. Uh, my question is that uh, as both the director and the cinematographer of the movie was the biggest challenge, technical challenge, uh, during the production and how you overcame uh, the, the challenge betw- uh, of the technical challenge, being director of photography and director, was that, that, that those two guys didn't get along. <laughs> 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 it's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, um, and the challenge was uh, just, uh, yeah, shooting in, in 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 difficult locations with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people, trying to create uh, some sort of naturalistic feel to it.
0: Thank you. First off, Mr. Kron, thank you again for this incredible film. My um, mother's family actually grew up in um, in um, Roma back in the '60s, so it gives a very visual so it gives a very visual representation of what my mother's stories were like. My question was: Is there any plans in the future to release Roma on Blu-ray or DVD?
1: Yes, there is. There's a plan to release Roma in Blu-ray. Yeah, and there will be a release of Roma in Blu-ray. I'm glad you asked that question because I'm, I'm very happy about, you know, the life of the film. We have an amazing HDR uh, file that is in that we graded specifically for the platform, but it's always great. It's great to have the physical, the physical object. And yes, um, it's going to come out at th- sometime. I guess at the end of this year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: uh, how does it feel to uh, be able to uh, uh, express express new voices or uh, new stories that haven't been really been told in cinema? Because uh, we haven't really seen stories like this of, uh, explain uh, Mexican actual uh, culture or not. And how does it feel to inspire new generations to be able to uh, uh, voice their expressions to also? Uh,
2: does the come
1: with that director's commentary? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm a starter, so I'm not good with the director's commentary, you know? So, uh, and the other thing of, of to inspire, you, you know, I was, I don't know you guys, but when I'm doing something, it, it would be too pretentious to say that you're trying to inspire, you're trying to kind of survive the process, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, how is yeah, it for yeah, you? Absolutely, yeah. For you is, yeah, it's... Like, uh, you're just trying to get through and with all the...
2: It's quite an insular process. Even though you're collaborating with huge amounts of people, it still becomes quite a intimate and insular process, and half the time it's sort of a daily war with yourself just to try and get these ideas out sometimes. Yes, and you know. making sure that you Makes sense there are it, so
1: yeah. many possibilities. Uh, b- even, like, I remember you tried because you presented a couple of versions, and then you decided to go into a third direction of, yeah. the, of the version, so it's... Yeah. I guess that you're too busy trying to survive them to...
0: I, I agree, the, 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 it's always... It's art
1: always tries to kill you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, saying so, it's just... It's I was great. still looking
2: at hi-hats the night I sent the DAT to you, you know, that not even that now, the digital file, you know, it's like, until it just went, until that button was pressed at the last moment. You know, it's still always something. You're just like,
1: oh, 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 oh Fuck, yeah.
0: No. You, you, you always.
1: That's the reason I cannot watch any of my films again. Yeah. I will try to go and and tweak them. Yeah. You know. <laughs> or destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That's why so I've got a couple more versions of the track
1: that I'll play you <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Hi, um,
0: There have been a lot of writings on the symbolism and repetition of water and the planes crossing. Um, so I'm to elaborate
1: on their meanings. If the meanings of symbols like the water and planes crossing, if I could elaborate. Problem with that that I have is that if I give my interpretation, I'm limiting the meaning. When what is amazing in art is that the artist, what we can do is is just present a vessel, uh, a cup, a glass. and is, the audience experience that fills the, the, the that, that 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 glass, and and that's what enriches the, the work of art. Actually, I think is your film becomes better or worse ap- according to that interpretation, mm-hmm. and uh, I think in, in as such that cinema is way closer to to uh, to music than what it would be to literature or, or theater, and. You know, I think in music, everybody has its own interpretation of, of, you know, of a feel.
2: Yeah, it was that great moment in Imagine where the guy knocks on the door and he's saying to John Lennon, you know, you wrote about this and me and da-da, and he's like, I didn't, but I'm glad, you know. But that's the power. of Music especially, we all interpret songs in different ways. I mean, and, and, as you know, and somebody may find something that's melancholic and another person might find it's joyous, you know, or whatever. And I think cinema is the same, and I think... It is about the power of people's imagination and where they take it. They take this thing to somewhere, to their own place. And you're sort of giving them the opportunity to to feel something. And And that's 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 the conversation that happens
1: between the audience and the work. And a lot of, at least in my case, I'm sure the music is is similar, that you're conscious about certain decisions and even some symbolic decisions. And some other happen and you were not even aware of them. And then if, when you try to give interpretation, even the ones that you were aware of, it's so interesting how when I talk with audiences, I think that their interpretation sometimes is way more truthful, profound, and, uh, and complex than the simplicity that I was thinking. You know, so it's... Mm, it's so interesting. It's, no, but it's, I think it's yeah. the same of, of uh, you know... It's, let, let me put this, artists are not that smart. <laughs> oh, you know, so it's smart. funny,
2: I, I worked um, I recently worked with uh Christiana Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick's yeah. wife, on yeah. a project. And obviously he's a director which has caught up with so much sort of ideas and conspiracies about his work. And she said the same thing. She's like, you know, it's amazing, you know. There was this funny story where she was telling me everybody goes on about the light in the build, you know, in the hotel in the shining. And when you talk to the people that filmed it, they're like You know, it was three in the morning and it's, you know, it's snowing outside and there's 180 rooms and yeah, there was a bloody light on (laughs) me. I'm not going to go and turn it off at the time. You know, but then how it's, how these things are trying to stop But but the fact that actually, you know, like you said, it's sort of, we're not always that smart (laughs) with what (laughs) we're trying to do. You're just, a lot of the time it's quite simple that you're just,
1: it's a feeling
2: that you're trying to Yeah, and
1: you you just do, some things feel right and you just do it. You know, you
2: but that is the wonderful power of art, is the interpretation.
1: Yeah, but that interpretation yeah. belongs to the people, the viewer, the audience, and but that's you know, a conversation. O- otherwise, would be just like a one-sided conversation. Mm-hmm. And art would not be interesting. That's the difference of a lot of mainstream films, in which there is no conversation. It's, it is what it is, and it's explained it's to you, right? And, and you everything know. is explained. And
0: Sensory fascism, you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you did you only T b- Bone
1: can express <laughs> that <laughs> <coughs> Yeah, but it is, it is.
2: Because this fil- what is I think really powerful about the film is it does leave you a lot to there is space. So when you were when you were writing it, when you were putting it together, did you want to create
1: that was that what you were trying did you want that space? I, I again. Again, <laughs> you just, no, <laughs> it, got, it was right, just yeah. uh I, I know I knew that I didn't I didn't have any answer. I I mean in many ways I was Searching for the answer as anyone, anybody else is searching for an answer, like of meaning in, in this kind of existence. Hmm.
0: Just one, more question, one Wait,
1: more question. Yes, let's way back there. <laughs> no, sorry. Well, that, uh, I really enjoyed the film, but I also got a little frustrated uh, based on, on the parents of the film. It also it kind of reminded me to Los Olvidados El Hombre de Papel, a little bit to John Renoir's uh, The Rules of the Game that the parents always kind of go away. And it really frustrated me because growing up, okay. I was born and raised in Mexico. Most of my mom's family, all my, sis, uh, my aunts, are all divorced. And uh, my neighborhood, of I was
0: 10 from families, the family, and they're all divorced as well. So it frustrated me
1: a lot in that sense. So I just kind of want to uh, like the information, at least through your character, why they walk away, the, the parents. What would what be that? Why they walk away? Parents, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> 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 well, but I, I guess it's uh, you're, you're defining it when you're saying that everybody that you knew was going through the whole thing. And I, and you speaking the, the the story is not that the that usually is not that the woman leaves the man and, and, and leaves the family behind. Is pretty much the opposite, so it's obviously it's a whole I- it's part of those wounds that we carry, but it's not specific to Mexican society. I think it's, it's, it's humanity carries with that with that same wound, and and sometimes it's not as 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 uh, straightforward as the father leaving, but there's an absence. I mean, they can be present there, but there's an absence. You know, it's not necessarily engaging fully. You know, and and yeah, but. Why? I wish I had the answer, man.
0: Um, this is an incredible film.
1: You, you touch on a personal story, but at the same time, in, in the context of what's going on in Mexico City. Your film was the first time I knew about 1971 and the massacre of Corpus Christi. Many people know about the So my question is, how deliberate was that from the very beginning to include that um, student protest and massacre in your film? Okay, how early on in the uh, in, in the process I decided to include the massacre of uh, of 71, the Corpus Christi? You know, first it started more about. Go into my memory, and then Libo, the person up, upon whom the character of Klaus based, described the, the boyfriend, and uh, and then I realized. But the, the boyfriend in real life was not a paramilitary guy, but pretty much embody a lot of the qualities that end up being used in Fermin. And uh, and going back to the question up there about the abandonment and stuff, it's it's just something that is not a personal problem or a family problem is kind of a more endemic situation there in 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 a society and it was when the film start opening up in terms of of society that i had already because part of my memories is the kids two kids going through the newspapers and seeing the photographs of that massacre but then everything started to make sense and we decided to take i decided to take that that route
0: Thanks, everyone. That's unfortunately all the time we (laughs) have.
1: Hey, thank you, thank you, James. Thank Thank you, you, T Bone. Thank you you very much for this conversation.